Welcome to Rise from the Scars. I'm your host, Vanessa Whiting. This is a space for transparent conversation about many different life experiences, relationships, and even trauma. A place to be able to tell your story or have your story told, to own your truth, and to rise above the pain. When we learn to embrace our experiences, tell our truth with transparency, then we triumph. Don't be afraid to tell your story and to own your truth. But when doing that, be strong and know that we're in this together. So let's rise. Now on to the episode. Welcome to episode nine, setting boundaries. Many people know what the word boundaries mean, but they really have no idea what they are. You might think that boundaries are something like a property line or a brick wall used to keep people out. But boundaries are not just rigid lines drawn in the sand, clear for all to see. Boundaries are a way to take care of ourselves. When you understand how to set and maintain healthy boundaries, you can avoid the feelings of resentment, disappointment, and anger that builds up when limits have been pushed. What are boundaries? Boundaries come in many forms. They can range from being rigid and strict to appearing almost non-existent. If you have more rigid boundaries, you might keep others at a distance, seem detached, even from intimate partners, or have few close friends, or even avoid relationships altogether. And if you have more loose or open boundaries, you might find yourself getting too involved in other people's problems, find it difficult to say no to others, or even their request, or overshare personal information with other people, and seek to please others for the fear of rejection. A person with healthy boundaries understands that making their expectations clear helps in two ways. It establishes what behavior you're willing to accept from other people, and it also establishes what behavior other people can expect from you. If you have healthy boundaries, you might share your personal information appropriately. That's not too much or not too little. You understand your personal needs and wants and know how to communicate them. You value your own opinions and you accept when others tell you no. Many of us have mixed boundaries depending on the situation. So for example, you might have a strict boundary at work and a more loose one at home with family and friends. There might even be different boundaries based on one person's culture. So some cultures find that sharing personal information is not appropriate at any time. While in other cultures, sharing might be encouraged at all times. So building healthy boundaries, whether you're at work, at home, or hanging out with friends, it hinges on understanding the types of boundaries. And these are, I'm just going to give five. So they can be physical, sexual, intellectual, emotional, and financial. So from a physical aspect, 
This refers to your personal space, your privacy, your body. You might be someone who is comfortable with PDA, public displays of affection, hugs, kisses, and holding hand and all that sort of stuff. Or you might be someone who prefers not to be touched in public at all. When it comes to sexual, these are expectations that are concerning your personal intimacy. So sexual comments and touches might be uncomfortable for you. Now, when it comes to intellectual, these boundaries concern your thoughts and your beliefs. Intellectual boundaries are not respected when someone dismisses another person's ideas or their opinions. Now, emotional refers to a person's feelings. You might not feel comfortable sharing your feelings about everything with a friend or a partner, but instead you prefer to share just gradually over time. Now, financial, this one, as you might guess, is all about money. If you like to save money, not spend it on trendy things, you might not want to loan money to a friend who does like to do that sort of thing. So when you get ready to establish your boundaries, be sure to take into account one of those things. If you're not sure how to go about creating boundaries or effectively upholding some existing ones, I'm going to give you some things to maybe consider. And um, enjoying some self-reflection is one of those things. So to successfully introduce and set that boundary, it's key to understand why they're important to you and how this will benefit your emotional well-being. So take some time to be a detective for yourself. So often stuff happens to people and we feel uncomfortable and we're not sure why. The first step is having healthy boundaries in any situation and spending time to explore what's happening to you. If you don't have many boundaries in place already, then the prospect of introducing more might seem a little overwhelming. So just build them slowly because doing so allows you to take things at a more comfortable pace and it provides time to reflect on whether it's heading in the right direction or if you need to make some tweaks. Sometimes it can be really hard to start putting boundaries in, especially in pre-existing relationships. If you can put the boundaries in right away, it's a lot easier to work with. By setting that expectation from the very beginning, everyone knows where they stand and feelings of hurt, confusion, and frustration can be lessened. By letting boundaries slide can lead to confusion and encourage new expectations and demands among those around you. Try to keep things consistent and steady. This helps to reinforce your original threshold and beliefs and to ensure those lines remain clearly established. If you deem a particular action as boundary crossing in real life, your concerns are no less valid when it occurs via social media. Please be aware these platforms allow for more communication than ever, but they've also encouraged some blurring of the boundary lines. Communication is critical in the world of boundaries. 
especially if someone consistently oversteps yours. While you might need to raise your concerns, these decisions need not to be confrontational. For example, if you have a friend who sends messages nonstop, saying something along the lines of, I can see you really want to get a hold of me, but the best thing to do is drop me a message and I'll get back to you when I can. This gently highlights their behavior while simultaneously asserting your threshold. For boundaries to have a strong foundation, you need to show yourself a bit of love. If you've got a narrative in your head that says you're worthless and undeserving, then you're going to find it difficult to put boundaries in place that protect you. A lot of it comes from self-worth and self-value. It doesn't take much to start encouraging that type of mindset. The more you engage in activity that releases the feel-good hormone by doing things that you like to do, things that feed your own heart, then that's going to change your internal dialogue and make you feel more deserving. Not having boundaries can be detrimental to our mental health, but going too far and overthinking them can also impact our emotional well-being. So get a healthy level of thinking about boundaries. Have some, but don't be dictated by them. Sometimes you just have to go with your gut instinct. We can forget sometimes that we're actually quite good at navigating most things and are quite intuitive as human beings. When you start your journey to setting boundaries, be clear with yourself about what your needs are and why you're setting the boundaries. Always use a calm and polite tone and don't make excuses for what you need for yourself. Trust your instinct. What is your gut telling you? If it feels wrong, then just make some changes. And remember that healthy boundaries are not only good for you, but they're good for everyone.